What would happen if you put every D&D cliche into a bag of holding and then beat the crap out of it with a humor stick? There's only one way to find out. If you're looking for Dungeons & Dragons role-playing comedy podcast filled with music, sound effects, and terrible puns, look no further. And that can mean only one thing. A Fool's Quest. <laughs> this this week, week on the Dungeon Master's Dojo. Support the Dungeon Master's Dojo by heading over to Apple Podcasts and Podchaser and leave a review. Take the time to leave a comment as well. This helps make us more searchable to those listeners interested in content such as ours. But more importantly, we want to know how we are doing and what topics you would like to hear about. Another way you can support the DMD is by buying the DMD a beer so we can continue to deliver quality content to you, our listeners. This also helps us upgrade and replace equipment. Head over to buymeacoffee.com forward slash the DMD and buy us a beer or three or five. Don't forget to say something nice or mean. We don't care. You're buying us a beer. Now on to this week's episode. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Dungeon Masters Dojo Podcast. This is a show for game masters and players alike. We hope to bring you tips and tricks to elevate your game and develop the art of dungeon mastery. I'm your host, Louis Aponte, and these are your Dungeon Masters, Scott Labby and Bill Robitaille. Let's head to the dojo and see what they have in store for us today. Hey, Bill. Hey, Scott. How's it going? Hey, Lou. It is going great, and I'm going to tell you why it's going great. Tell us. Because tell us. It's a fool's quest this week. We're excited <laughs> because this is one of our favorite podcasts, and it's also one of our live play staples. So go check them out if you haven't already. This podcast will have you laughing out loud, which will definitely get you weird looks on your commute. <laughs> uh, but who cares, right? Uh, you can find them over on Apple Podcasts as well as a host of other platforms. New episodes drop every Friday, and every episode is under one hour. So that's easy to digest, right? Who who doesn't have an hour, right? You can find right. them over on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash A Fool's Quest. On the web at www.afoolsquest.com. Guys, welcome to the dojo. We're happy welcome to Welcome, everyone. Welcome. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you very much. Hey, good to be here. So why don't you introduce yourselves and the characters that you play? Um, my am, I'm Mike, voice Malfader. Um, it's a uh, fallen Asmar paladin warlock. Hi, hey, guys. I'm Jess. Um, I play Ada the Drow Rogue in uh, Fool's Quest Villains, Season 3. Uh, my name is Wesley. I... Go by William. I actually play two different characters in the campaign. Uh, first would be Ingvald Porter Altbeer in season one and two, uh, Brewmaster Dwarf, so uh, just a walking stereotype. Uh, and then I play uh, MC Nastly, the halfling satyr bard, which is kind of an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> From what I heard, yes, a little bit. <laughs> but it's, 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 yeah. a, it's, a, it's a good show, and everybody needs to tune in and give them a listen. It, it's fun. It is. It, it, it's, it's very, very, very fun. It is. Um, you, you can't deny that. I mean, they had me hooked uh, since, I've been, um, since I found them out, and I was like, this is a group that takes D&D to another level, and it's a, it's, it's a very fun level. It certainly <laughs> is. And I love all the characters, but I got to say, um, Malfader is probably my favorite 
and it oh. gives it gives me a great sense of joy to see that we have the same barber and the same the same taste in facial hair and and the same build. So yes. I knew there was something behind it. Yes, absolutely. Everybody's got a doppelganger. Yes. Yep. Brothers Single twin. Brothers of a real orcish mother. <laughs> well, um, you know, why don't you why don't we start in the how did Fool's Quest come to be? Why don't you give us a little bit of backstory on that? Um, well, we uh, we were in a campaign playing a superhero game at, with a friend, and we just got talking in the parking lot after we finished up the session. And we, we were just running through a list of all those what-ifs that every gamer group usually goes through. You know, what if we tried this? What if we did this? You know, And we said, what if we started a, a podcast and just, you know, see what, ha- what, see what would happen? And... Uh, we got a couple of guys that said, sure, yeah, okay, I'm in. And um, we, we set up a couple of things. Uh, Nico had all the recording stuff. Uh, he does, he's, he's been in a couple of bands and he's got a lot of the recording equipment already there. So we mic'd up the table, um, got together, played uh, one night as a sound check. And uh, we had so I much fun. That and, night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we had so much fun just doing it. We're, we're like, yeah, let's just run with it and see what happens. You know, if people listen to us, great. If not, great. We're still having fun. Well, and, people, uh, that people was, are uh, listening. I'll tell you that. It, it's a good show. Great. Happy accident. Yeah, yeah. Those are the best kind, though, aren't they? That, yeah. Absolutely. Everyone loves a happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> have so, you listened to the latest episode? I think I, um, I'm not on the latest one. I'm the one on uh, – uh, the one before this one. Okay. Yeah, there's 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 a joke there that you'll get. <laughs> by, the, by the time this by the time this airs, you'll go, Oh, I know what she was talking about there. Yep. <laughs> it's never never a dull moment. So what sort of challenges do you guys find um doing a live play podcast? Scheduling. Yeah. <laughs> Which is not Absolutely. apparent by this podcast. <laughs> you guys were yeah. timely. Well, that's no three issues. of us. <laughs> There, there's four other people that could be here. Five other people, so. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, and you know, we we kind of, we understand that because um, you know, we go through the same things some from time to yeah, time. There's just three of us. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's always been a, a, a big factor in any of the uh, tabletop games I've played was just getting everybody together consistently to run a you know coherent and cohesive campaign. That's that's been a big challenge, but that's been the biggest challenge as far as that goes. Uh, the the playing and gaming that's all been second nature. We've all been doing it for years, just like you guys. And uh, you know, learning the uh, the ins and outs of post production, editing, and and getting it all put together in a podcast, and doing all the things that we do to it. That's been a learning process, uh, but it's been fun, a, a good learning experience. Who's the lucky one that gets to do the editing? <laughs> that would be uh, Nico and myself. Uh, we do a, a two phase system. Yeah, she's she's been behind the scenes since day one, um, and then jumped in as a player. Uh, like I said, we, we mic the table, so there's there's several mics all over. Everybody has their own mic. Uh, we run multiple lines, record it all, and then Nico splices it all together, uh, does volume tweaks, um, puts in the first wave of you know uh, sound effects and a little couple music pieces here and there as he sees fit. And then when he's happy with what he's done, he kicks it over to me, and then I go to town on the rest of it before it finally hits the, the server. Well, I'll tell you what, you guys sound uh, pretty damn good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. 
We're a bunch of idiots that have no idea what the hell we're doing, but we're making it work. Yeah, well, I know I talked to Nico, I think, maybe about a week or two ago um, through on, on your Discord channel, and um, he was like, do we have to record on our end and email it to you? I'm like, um, that's something that's beyond me. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I usually use this device, and it does everything for me, so, I, you know, because we... You know, like you guys, we, we're stumbling into this unknown realm, and um, we're slowly making our way through it, and I'm just trying to find the easiest way to do it. With these two, it's, it's very hard. Yeah. Well, yeah, we like don't make said, it easy for them. And also, no. we're right here. I am, <laughs> I am probably... Do you know probably. you can see me? How long have you known me? Too long. <laughs> Too long. That's always That's the one correct of the biggest That's editing problems for them because I don't like to stay in the mic. I'm constantly moving away from it. And it's just, I don't like to have it right there in my face all the time. It just bugs me. I'd rather be doing something else. And so there have been times where I've had to re record lines because they're like, mm, didn't quite get that. So, yeah, Scott's, Scott's our drifter. Yes, he is. Yeah, he'll, he'll do it too. Like, <laughs> We're going to rename yeah. him Doppler. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah. in all seriousness, in all seriousness, you guys sound really, really good. Um, it, that's one of the better um, sounding podcasts that I've listened to. Um, well, thank you. Uh, thank no, you it's much. well deserved. I mean, it, people need to understand that you guys really do a good job. Your homebrew world is, yes, while it's silly and it's all full of puns, which is makes I think that's what makes it. Um, <laughs> enjoyable for me i think everybody needs to understand that every game is a little different and your game brings just a total whole different aspect to it and everybody needs to listen to it yeah well that was that what was, we think yeah that, well that was that was the whole impetus of what we wanted to do we were just having fun and we just figured we we would share it with whoever wanted to listen to it uh, we, weren't, we weren't caught up in, in trying to see how many numbers we could get as far as listeners or or how many uh, you know different outlets we could reach or, uh, or any of that stuff. We, we, we were totally not worried about that at all. Just uh, we out just wanted for to fun. focus on have, having fun, having a good time, and, you know, come what may, if it ever gets to a point where it's not fun anymore, then we'll probably stop and do something different. Yeah. I mean, we're still honestly not worried about how many people watch, just that if someone watches, they yeah. enjoy it. That's all that matters. Yeah, exactly. It's playing D&D. D&D is not yeah. something you take seriously. You enjoy it. You, you <laughs> yeah. play. Like, you have fun. Well, some people do. Some people do, though. <laughs> ah. Yeah. You take life too seriously. It's not fun. Yeah, you always got that one guy in every group that's like, "Oh, that's uh, that's not the way it's supposed to be." Yeah, the rules lawyer. Yeah, yep. the rules lawyer. Yep. Yep. Yeah, you're playing D and D wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your 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 pretend make believe world is not right. <laughs> I, I'm always told okay. I'm playing it wrong <laughs> for different reasons. I mean, I haven't played with you. You might be. Who knows? Yeah. So, but with all that said, when did you guys all start playing? To, uh, Tabletop RPGs and what drew you towards the hobby? I'll let you I got a nice, yeah, I've got a nice story for that. So, like Mike said, I've been here since the beginning. I've been behind the scenes. I didn't make my entrance until the third season. That's because I watched the first two seasons be played by Nico, Malfader, IPA, and Michelangelo. And I just loved it. Listen to the stupid shit that comes out of their mouth for no reason, just because they can say it. It had me hooked. I was surprised that they were able to cut out the times that you can hear me cackle <laughs> while I'm listening to them. It was quite entertaining. I was like, oh, fuck, I could do this. So, <laughs> yeah. 
That's how I came to be. Scooch over. I got a chair I'm sitting in. Yep. 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 Give me a character sheet. <laughs> yep. Yep. That was so exciting. Yeah, that's how that was. And now this, is, this isn't my first campaign, but it's my first one that's been legitimately longer. Like, I've played D&D a couple times. Uh started in, like, 2016 or so. And it's, I've played a couple different campaigns, a lot of one-offs. But this is the first campaign that's gone, you know, a year at this point. Two years, almost, of actual play. So I'm, I'm fairly new to D&D in general, which yeah. is very apparent in the way I play. Uh, Same no, well, that, that's, in, that's apparent by the D20 behind you on the wall. You're supposed to be rolling <laughs> dice, not throwing a dart. Uh, that's a good point. The reason uh, I'm really bad at playing D&D is I'm terrible at character creation. So Evald Porter Altbeer, uh, uh, my character for seasons one and two, is just me. That's all he is. He's an <laughs> angry little man. Who throws darts and drinks a lot, and that's literally like my whole 100%. life. I've got dartboards over both my shoulders, yeah. and one and the actual playing board on the wall, and you can see the shelves of liquor. It's literally just uh, I just made me as like I'm just going to do that. I wasn't a character in a former a- life. I was a dwarf. <laughs> oh no, not former. Not former. <laughs> I wasn't going to do that. I was just going to set it up. I don't clock. I don't clock it in was- a lot. Uh, a lot on the height scale. I'm just gonna... <laughs> I always, I, I'm sorry. I always think of you as really short. Whether you're uh, playing your character or yourself, because wait, I, you're sitting all the time when I see you. So I'm sitting because that's when I look the tallest. Image of you. <laughs> and even McNasley is short. Is it? Is a half satyr, half halfling. Yeah, yeah McNasley is uh, four foot something. Yeah. Well, with his horns, maybe. <laughs> I play real, real to me characters because I can't be creative enough to make they're, real. They're easy to relate to and easy to uh, get into the whole method of it. Mm-hmm. I did the same yeah. thing, so I can't fault you if you've listened to Ada's development. That's that's me in a nutshell. I'm very standoffish. People constantly confuse my RBF for like sheer hatred for them. It's like no, I'm just focused. I don't, I don't know you. I'm just gonna do what I'm gonna do and feel you out. So, and that's kind of how Ada has developed. So, I get. Have where you he's ever from. have you ever left an "I'm sorry" card on somebody's windshield, like if you dinged their car in the parking lot or something? No, no, <laughs> no. But I, in real life, though, I am very apologetic. Um, I'm not. I may not seem like it, but <laughs> I'm constantly apologizing for shit that is their fault. But I'll apologize for it. And uh, of the entire crew on our side, I'm the oldest, so I've been gaming for years and years and years. I'm the old timer. So my, my first video game system was the first video game system. Um, I, I started playing Dungeons and Dragons with the uh, the original blue basic box uh, when I was like 12. So yeah, it's been a few years. So it was like 1966 or? No, no, it was uh, late 70s, like 78, uh, cool. I think. So when the Blue Box, yeah, came, Blue Box out. came out in 78. 78, 79, yeah. somewhere around there. Ooh, yeah. uh, I, don't, I don't Google. I was just making fun of Mike. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just know because I lived it. <laughs> yep, oh, I was there. Yep. <laughs> yeah, got a couple of vets there. All right. You're the oldest of the crew. I'm the youngest, so I'll make fun of you. Yep. You're short. <laughs> I'm old and you're short. It sounded awful lot like our group, doesn't it? The same thing. I'm the uh, youngest of the old men. <laughs> the one without hair. Yeah. It's 
because I, I shaved my head. There's hair. It just migrated down my back. There's still plenty of it. I'm the youngest, and I look like the third oldest, which is the worst part. <laughs> A little frustrating. So, yeah. it, in your opinion, what D and D what D and D books belong on everybody's shelf? Yeah. Um, personally, I would say the DM's guide. I mean, every player is, is going to have you know the player's handbook or at least access to it. Um, but if you go through the DM's guide, whether you're a DM or not, there's so much of the actual game lore and history and everything about the world that your characters are going to be in, uh, which isn't covered in the player's handbook. So I would, I suggest, you know, to anybody that after they make their character, if they want to really dig into the meat and potatoes of what, you know, the world of Dungeons and Dragons has to offer, I would, I would look into the DM's guide. You know, whether you ever plan on being a DM or not, um, I mean, you have, it's got all the magic items, it's got everything about traps and all the different planes of existence. Um, you know, it goes into the history of the different ages and, you know, there's just a lot in there. I know Nico kind of favors uh, Volos, but that's just an expansion of uh, pretty much what I was talking about. It takes it to a whole nother level and just, just digs into, like I said, the meat and potatoes for everything. I'm a huge fan. In terms of D&D Beyond, we have, I've bought the One Grung Above book, and that's just my favorite. Just because the, gr- the Grung are such a stupid character race. <laughs> <laughs> How can you beat Tiny Frogmen? delightful. <laughs> you get them drunk. That's how you get. That's or how you or hair gigantic marks. Frenchman. Uh, <laughs> I mentioned no snails here. Sorry, France. <laughs> like I and said, parts I, of Canada. I I am one of the reasons we get edited a lot. <laughs> oh, it's fun. They let they let me shit on San Diego still, so I'm gonna keep doing it. We um we have probably insulted um at least one movie star celebrity. every episode or celebrity every episode sometimes several oh, yeah. yeah it just it just seems to happen <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking if we ever get um to a point where we're getting nationally recognized which i don't see happening but you, know, you never know uh we we've been trying to be careful as we go not to uh really cross the line on on things that are copyright <laughs> um <laughs> Oh no! Because I, I know Disney is pretty tenacious on some of their stuff, so you know yeah. we try to ease up on the Star Wars <laughs> jokes and that, that episode's not out yet, is it? Though spoiler, that? <laughs> is that one out yet? The Disney no. episode? No, but we've we've made comments about their stuff before. I know the one you're talking about. No, that hasn't come out yet. <laughs> that'd be that'd be great for our numbers if Disney sued us. Oh yeah, they said best thing that could happen. Bad publicity is still publicity. Well, if you think about it. Yes. Disney yeah. is all in Tasha's if you really think about it. Yeah. They got, you know, the Captain America clone, the um, couple of the others. I can't remember who else I was thinking of at the time. Um, Psylocke. Uh, the Iron Man the suit. The Iron Man suit. You know, so it's all Disney Robert now. Robert Pattinson. Yep. He's got to have something to do with Disney. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, Sparkly vampires. That's a Disney thing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, then you have, then you have, your, then you have your, uh, your kilted barbarian that you love so much. Uh, there's Tinkerbell. Yeah. So, yeah, just. <laughs> yeah. You're going to get sued. <laughs> I see the doorbell ring and my wife going. Like very much. I can see my wife going, why is there a three-foot mouse with a shotgun in the front door? <laughs> exactly. So I guess this next question is really for Jess. Um, okay. Being the only girl that's you know regularly on the show, how is that playing with a bunch of guys? 
How is that you know, um, different from if you ever played in any other games? Um, I guess I'm just trying to see where your thought process is and how the guys treat you, if they treat you any differently or, or how that, how that works. Yeah, yeah that works. Cause that I mean, was... you had two seasons where you, you know, three seasons where you weren't, or two seasons where you weren't participating and then you yeah. were. So did, did the dynamic change? No, um, they were, you know, like I said, I was there from the very beginning when they, the sound check, I was there for that. And as that developed, there's like just no way to, kind of eased my way in at that time so when they recorded enough episodes and got far enough ahead and went into season two then it was time for season three and he was like well i've already got this world made up and i was like if you got a spot i'm in playing with guys has nothing to do with it i've always been kind of a tom girl so all my cousins were boys so it's nothing different than playing with your cousins at family reunions and gatherings and stuff so it's just a lot of fun you give each other shit and they they gave it to you right back, and it's all fun, fun yeah. games. Cool. Everybody, everybody's friends around the table, so that, that's yeah. the way it should be. We do have a storyline, like kind of written down, but none of us as characters know where that's going, and we take it where we want to take it. And um, I remember in the first couple episodes of the villains campaign, I would give Hesh shit for trying to approach the lady. I'm like, Just back the fuck off, dude. It's none of your business. Being very aloof. And and that was just to fuck with him. I'm not that way, but I am, like I said, I kind of am at first. And then I'm just right in your face just as well as you're right in my face. So it's fun. Yeah, He's we don't know like, what it's like playing with a girl. I mean, we, we <laughs> yeah. 40 years we've been playing and yeah. still or more. Yeah, still still a sausage fest. You know, can't get a girl on the table. Maybe it, looks maybe like it was it. a secret ploy to get more listeners. I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't in, but, you know. <laughs> it's working. People are listening. People are enjoying it. And it doesn't come up. I've never had anybody ask me, like, you know, what's it like playing with these guys? They just, they just hear the story, and they know it's good. They don't. Yeah. If we need, I'll play a lady next. It's okay. <laughs> I'll play a dude. Who cares? Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> it's fun. You'd sound Season just like B. Up. Arthur from the Golden Girls. It'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> do it. Yes. Nice. That would be funny. So again, we'll, okay, we'll start with Jess with this one, and um, and then we'll work our way around the table. Um, okay. What's the best piece of gaming advice you have ever been given? That's kind of an unfair question for me. This is literally my first time ever. So somebody must have gave you some advice or you must have gotten some advice somewhere. So, you know, what would Uh, be the best uh, that you've come across? Sir Thaddeus Treble Clock has been my kind of guide or counselor, whatever you want to say, helping me develop my characters. He actually wrote my backstory for my character. So big props to him. And I went with it. Best advice I can give if you're playing with people like us. We don't care. We'll let it fly if it sounds good. You know, just be yourself. It's the biggest thing I can give people. Well said. Probably the best advice I've ever been given is to just enjoy yourself. Like, not to take it too seriously. Like uh, I said earlier, it's just there's no reason to make a game hard. Just enjoy yourself. Have fun. It's D&D. D&D is all about enjoying yourself and not, not involving the real world or getting a, escaping for a little while. That's we always bring the best it in. advice I've given. You bring it in at funny levels, like the kind of depressing kind, but still hilarious. <laughs> it's always been the advice I follow: is just enjoy yourself and play the game, not not take it too yeah, seriously. Absolutely. 
I like to stay relaxed yeah. as much as possible. Yes, relax. That's the biggest thing. Um, nerves hit me so bad, especially rolling the dice for the first time. I'm like, what the fuck do I do? I have no clue. <laughs> like, okay, you need to roll this die, add your proficiency bonus. Say what now? What, what are you talking about? I'm like all over the sheet. So there for a while, I had to have my sheet right in front of me at all times because I knew where things were. And a sheet. Yeah, the sheet. I knew exactly where it was. And uh, now I've been playing with the D&D Beyond app, and that's just made it easier, too. So relax is a big one. D&D Beyond is a godsend. Yeah, very handy. Very good it tool. It is very handy. Cha-ching. Sponsor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I thought you were chinging the handy joke. I was like, I was like, I was like no, 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 none of that. That's not the money shot. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what vulgarity level you guys allow, but we're crossing it at some point. Oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. We haven't even got close yet. Ah, that's a Under. challenge more than a warning. Underachiever. Stepping up a notch. You have no idea how true that was. <laughs> I have an idea. Uh, but yeah, it, it, if I had to, uh, to, to give anybody advice or any of the advice that I picked up along the way, uh, is at the end of the day, it's a game, and games are meant to be fun. They're, they're they're it's something that you enjoy, and it's not you know your work day. It's not you know the family stress. It's not you know all this. It's a way to like you said escape, and you know be somebody else, do something else. You know, just like with books or movies or anything. It's that whole escapism part of it that's always been appealing. So, and I always just advise people to have fun with it. You know, if it becomes stressful, if it becomes, you know, a point of contention with other people, then, you know, something, you've gone sideways on something. Spoken like a true old timer. Yep. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) So now. They are old. (laughs) (laughs) So here's the big question. Who would play your character in a Fool's Quest, the movie? Comedians only. I'd have to go with Mark Norman, personally. Only because his dry sense of humor I find delightful. Yeah. And of course, we'd have to shave the hair and grow a beard. <laughs> Probably infeasible. <laughs> but Mark Norman is a delight. Or Danny DeVito. I, did I was just it. about to <laughs> say Danny DeVito. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And a whole I'm short, fat, and bald Danny. <laughs> yeah, if you could get a 30 year old Danny DeVito, that'd be great. <laughs> More like, I mean, I'm not pale enough right now, but Danny DeVito mid-Penguin stage? Probably. Oh. Uh, yeah, Danny DeVito or Mark Norman yeah. for me personally. Well, actually, Danny DeVito would work if we just went an animated feature. So, yes. yeah, that'd work. If you can just do the whole Seder thing again, it'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, he's got. He's even got uh, a body of work to uh, get, support that. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a body that needs work. That's fair. Yeah, fair. <laughs> Ding! There's your celebrity offense. Right? There, you there, you there you go. And it's only the Great. second time we beat on him. Danny DeVito. Yeah, we, we, we beat I on him I before. I knew I could work one in. I was waiting on it. Yeah, yeah. Well, if he's not available, you can stand in Joe Pesci, too. So. There you That's go. Fair. That's fair. I don't think he's nice. doing anything right now. Yeah, right now he's not doing anything. So. Getting old, uh, counting his money. Yep. Yep. Collecting those royalty checks from Goodfellas. Yep. Fair enough. So, Jess, who would you pick? Um, at the time that we got the questions, I couldn't think of a comedian that would play me 
but I did come up with like Macklemore. He's oh, funny. Yeah. If you watch his videos, he's hilarious. He's even got a song called The Penis Song. I mean, come on. Hilarious. <laughs> but now that I'm thinking about it, um, Eliza Schlesinger is she's oh my god, the way she changes her tone and says some things, her body language, her just she's very animated when she speaks. She just wants to make people laugh, no matter whether it's what she says the look on her face or the motion she makes she doesn't care she wants to make people laugh and i feel like that i love to make people laugh and so yeah i think she she'd have to do her hair brown but you know hey, who's the uh the kind of scary girl from uh parks and rec uh amy poehler or aubrey aubrey plaza that one yeah <laughs> yep i can see that one too Honest is comedian, but I think she's funny and terrifying yeah. at times. You realize everybody playing the home game is just wearing Google out right now, trying to find out who all these people are. <laughs> well, give them something else to look at besides so, porn. Wait, go back. What did she say? Why do you think my Twitter is so inactive? I don't want to get tweeted about this. <laughs> there are people telling me I'm fucking wrong. Oh, you're good. I just can't. I don't think so. Uh, and for me, I think if I had to pick a comedian, I would pick Hal Sparks. If you've ever watched his uh, his show um, Charmageddon, uh, <laughs> there there's aspects of his uh, wit and demeanor that are very Mel Fader. <laughs> I have no clue who the fuck that is. Hal <laughs> Sparks. Google him up. Go to you. Yep. Google YouTube. Google. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote I this stuff in chat literally oh. three months ago. Come on. <laughs> yeah. well, just sorry, to... I'm sorry about Malfader. I can't agree. He's from Ohio. Fortunately <laughs> enough. Well, with that said, I'm also going to ask Bill and Scott the same question. Ooh. Melissa McCarthy. Yes. <laughs> awesome. That's, that's, that's who would play any of my characters uh, <laughs> in, in a whatever movie we did. Um, or me. The silence is killing us. <laughs> like in my like biography movie, you know, because why wouldn't I have one, right? Right. Uh, Melissa McCarthy, definitely. She would have to shave her head and grow a goatee, and I don't think the goatee thing would be a problem. Well, after shaving her head, she would have a little leftover. I'm sure yeah. the makeup yeah, I could just... do something. Wow. Um, never <laughs> even gave it any consideration. I know. Um, Busey comes to mind. Who? But Gary Busey. Gary Busey. Gary, Gary Busey. <laughs> and I can see that too. Himself. Uh, that that would that would have to be post-traumatic brain injury, Gary Busey. Oh wow. Yeah, have to be. Oh. I don't know the way I slur and uh, sometimes screw yeah. up on the lines, and <laughs> especially if he keeps drinking that bottle. It'll, it'll be yeah, like I got shut off one time during one of the podcasts. <laughs> Oh, yeah, they took the Thanks. bottle away from me. That was a horror. That was an editing nightmare for poor, poor Lou had an editing nightmare. Yeah, I, I introduced oh, Bill to a bottle of uh, Toki. Um, okay. Yeah, I liked it. And he liked a it. A lot. A lot. Like yeah. half the bottle a lot. Yeah. In an hour. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh well, I'm, a, I'm a whiskey drinker, so what's that? Oh, I like this. And dink, 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 dink. And they're, they're like, yep. oh, he's slurring his words. They took the bottle. There wasn't much left. Yeah, yeah. I had to cut consumption during podcasts a few times. I'm like, yeah. 
I think I'm already drunk. Weak consumption all the time. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There was a couple nights we left uh, Wes on the couch when everybody went home. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's better that than the curb, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I got a little too. It's usually when I'm playing Ingvald, I get a little too into character. I, I also get drunk. And it just goes bad. <laughs> Method acting at its finest. <laughs> I, I am not magically able to consume alcohol like he is. So this is not good. Uh, turnabout's fair play. Lou, who would you play? Or who would be playing you? Michael Payne. Yes. The guy who played yes. the, the, from Ant-Man. Okay, now I know. Michael. Yeah, Michael Payne. Yeah, Michael yeah. Payne. Yeah, Michael no, Payne. I, I like it. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah, we'd have to gray nice. him up a little bit. Yeah, well, not, not too much. You have to put on about forty pounds, but I think afterwards, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Michael Pena. Just, yep. I'm, I'm happy someone said it. I wasn't going to go. You know, <laughs> <laughs> My, Michael Pena, Melissa McCarthy, and, and post TBI <laughs> Gary Busey. That's a fine cast, right there. There you go. Uh, yeah. yeah. Wow. There's a B movie yeah, in the making. I'd pay money to watch that show. <laughs> I would too. It'd be a hot mess. Yeah, That's what we call it. <laughs> that sounds like a Tumblr shit post. <laughs> <laughs> like a Reddit shower thought. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a nightmare I had once. Who knows? <laughs> You're still short. <laughs> so, if you had someone following you around all the time. What would you have them do? Oh, I just have them play theme music all the time. For no reason other than to annoy everyone around me with my theme music. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Really an aggressive just situation at all times. <laughs> In your face. This yep. is happening. You're not in Middle of meeting. Right I, have like a, I have like a meeting every two days. Manager meetings. I'd still have them in the background. Whenever I have something, a conversation topic, spike in the music. It'd be perfect. And and the best thing is you have them switch from Anya to Frank Zappa <laughs> yeah. to Metallica. Be, it'd be aggressive. Then you, I would play the Who, the Wolf Totem. There you go. Well, well, it's a business meeting or the Bee Gees, you know, or, or it was ABBA. Money, money, yeah. money. There you go. If I'm trying to motivate people, it'd be like uh, Overtime by... Uh, Beckman and Turner. See, if, if I had somebody like that, it would it would just be over the top. It, it would be that uh, that uh, Road Warrior guitar guy from uh, that last <laughs> Mad Mom with the the wall speakers and the flame coming out of the guitar just for no reason. Now that's a herald. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you herald, my boy. That's how you herald. So I guess that leaves you, Jess. How would you how how would you what would you have somebody do if they were following you all the time? I tell him to get fucking lost. <laughs> like, seriously. No. Creep. <laughs> if someone followed me around gosh. all the time, they'd end up with a bloody nose. We'd scrap more than, I swear, siblings. <laughs> I swear. Like, no. I don't like want people following me. In some My circles, business. that's called Excuse a stalker. <laughs> exactly. Creeper alert. Well, job. I'm when, sorry, ma'am. I'm supposed to. <laughs> it would, yeah, it would just piss me off. Yeah, it, well, when you get our age, you enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> Who paid you? <laughs> Who sent you? So, yeah. I, my next question would be, how do you see your, or what do you see from your GM as in his uh, DM philosophy? How does he handle the game? And um, 
you know, how does he bring that to the table for you guys? I uh, I asked him how we, since he wasn't going to be here tonight, I asked him on the chat earlier what he did. And basically what he described was what we all knew. He, he DMs a lot like Stephen King writes, where he'll he'll have the beginning, he'll have the ending, and he'll he'll have his characters and then just throw them into a situation and let them go with it. He doesn't he doesn't really railroad right or left. Uh, he may nudge in certain directions, um, and we're as a group we're pretty notorious for derailing. Um, but uh, hey, I like shopping. To, yeah, <laughs> I like yeah. showering. So, he likes shopping so much that uh, Nico has actually got a shop list for every town that we were going to encounter, um, written yep. up ahead of time, so he's prepared. He does have the, the next two seasons pretty much kind of written out in a general format, what he'd like to do, the direction he'd like to go. Uh, but he, he's he got plenty of wiggle room in there because he knows how we play and that, and how our whole play style and dynamic goes. That's, that's pretty good. I will say one of my favorite episodes I just listened, listened to, uh, I think maybe a week or two ago, was the bar fire scene. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't imagine why that would be your favorite. Was that the villains one? <laughs> yes, or? it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. That was fun. Explain that, that to was... us a little bit so everybody else can understand and then, you know, everybody can go listen to it. <laughs> I just finished so... the first season. Shame on you. <laughs> oh, fuck. I've got so many spoilers for you. <laughs> He's okay. old. He'll forget. Yeah, I'll forget. <laughs> I'll forget by my ride home. I forget all the time. I'm. Oh, no. We're constantly showing up to record for game night. I'm like, what the fuck happened last? That's me. And oh. then I wait for the party to like get the story going because I have no idea where to go from there. So I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, we fucking taking notes. And Nina yeah. gives the fans descriptions, and it's also us at the same time. Like, yes, oh, yeah, that's what happened. This no. is what happened last. Time. I have no clue. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the bar fire was. Hesh's big scheme to get all eyes on Gagme for this fire. He invited a shit ton of college students to a tavern for free beer. Or, excuse me, Francis invited a bunch of people. And we crowded as many people as we could possibly get in there, and we set the shit on fire. And Rogue <laughs> Ingvald was here in in the sand and left the scene. <laughs> so... Yeah, that was just Seamus just trying to yeah. gag me's reputation to be a little more uh on Shitty. The... Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the big black eye for, for gag me. Uh, no, it, it was it was really memorable for me. I will just leave it at that. Bill and Scott can fill that in later. Lou likes See, fire. I had no idea what was going on. When Seamus was hatching this on the spot, I'm just like, What? I I like I just had to go with it. And yep. yeah. Yeah, I believe that's called a dick move. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> also, I made I made a special beer for that bar. Yep. And you're disrespectful. Yeah, we did. Yes, we you wasted did. all of it. <laughs> uh, crying shame. Should never waste beer. Well, the kids enjoyed it for about five minutes. <laughs> Bold assumption. So I, I know Nico's not here, but um. What does um a full uh the future of a fool's quest hold for for everybody um in their future seasons? Shenanigans. Oh yeah, that's fair. Right. Nico but, uh, has well, Nico has at least two more seasons written up for us. 
in more to come. And a lot of it is just development on our current storylines and working on being even more entertained at this point and having fun. Yeah. Uh, we have a potential breakaway stories and things added on, so the characters doing their own things or even interacting with each other in a few different cases. Obviously, we have uh, two bards and we have some other overlapping character styles that would be fun to, to hang out, so you never know what will happen there. And potentially some one-shot adaptations. So just uh, getting a one-shot in there and goofing off for a little bit and not even using our main storyline. You never know. He's got uh, lots of different options written in. and uh, I'm... It's all about see. making sure it's enjoyable to listen to. And also uh, incredibly confusing for all of us because <laughs> that's when he has the most fun is when the players have no clue what the hell's going on. That's the way it should um, be. Always. Yeah. yeah. He sometimes throws things at us where we're like, we just don't know what puzzles do, so thanks. <laughs> I'm interested to see where he's going with the Go Deep family. Yep. I just want Tim and Terry to be a thing. Um, mostly, uh, yeah. mostly, I'm still gonna in game fuck their mom. At some point. <laughs> it's, it's on his uh, to do list. Yeah, Nico's told me no so many times. I'm gonna figure it out. Well, I'm I mean, you know, instead of a bucket list, have a fuck it list. That's cool. That, that works. Basically, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a bard now, and I'm not horny for anyone but Tim and Terry's mom. It's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's just for no real reason, just to mess with Nico. Yep, only because I want to make his story not work. <laughs> I feel right at home with this girl. <laughs> yeah, that's that sounds. You say it's a dick move. We call it a Lou move. Yeah, <laughs> same thing. Direct player to DM combat. It's all happening. Yep, yep, that'll be fun. And that's our episode with the Fool's Quest. You can find them on Apple Podcasts as well as a host of other platforms. New episodes drop every Friday, and every episode is under one hour. You can find them over on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash a fool's quest, on the web at www.afoolsquest.com. Thanks again, guys, for joining us. It was a great time. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Oh, thank you for having us. And you guys come back and check out Dungeon Masters Dojo. See you next time in the dojo, guys. See you next time. That's going to conclude this episode. Thanks for tuning in and listening. Please subscribe to the podcast for more great content. If you'd like to hear a particular topic, you can reach us out on Facebook at the Dungeon Masters Dojo, or you can drop us an email at the Dungeon Masters Dojo at gmail.com. Thank you, and have a good day. <laughs>